What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Switch It Up podcast, episode 80, second episode this week, and this is a highly anticipated episode for me and Tyler, and maybe you guys too as well, since we have been talking about on social media for a while. It's the all-time video game weapons draft episode. We have Brock from the Outcast podcast and Alejandro and Mason from a Random Gamers Corner. I want to start by saying a huge thank you to those guys. We'll start with Brock. Brock has really just been always willing to do our ideas and collaborate with us. He's They're obviously not a big gaming podcast over there. There's supposed to be more of them, but unfortunately things got in the way. But Brock's always willing to show up for a session when we do a collaboration, no matter what the idea is. That means a lot to us here at Switch It Up, and it's just it's just nice to have them in in our corner. You know, we're supporting each other, small podcasters, so it means a lot that he's always willing to come on and do our collaborations. And a random gamers corner. This is our first time talking to them, obviously via Skype, and they are just a treat. I loved having them on. It went really well and really smooth. I thought for our first time talking, and yeah, they were a lot of fun. We all had a lot of fun. So thank you to those guys. Throughout the episode, you're going to hear little tidbits from Tyler and I as we go out and give more analysis onto our picks, what we think about what's going on. In hindsight, this is being recorded. Those little tidbits being recorded after the draft has taken place. I have clips from Tyler, and you'll hear clips from myself. We will put transitions and whatnot. This is this was Brock's idea, and when he put out his episode, I thought it was a great idea, so we are going to steal it. So I'll credit to Brock on that one, but yeah, this was a ton of fun. I'm looking forward to the next collaboration we do with all these guys together or just one or the other. doesn't matter to me. I'm sure we'll do more stuff together in the future. But for now, everyone, have a great weekend and enjoy this episode. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Switch It Up podcast, season two, episode 29. Yeah? Yep, nine. All right, yeah. Uh, I am... Of course, Tyler, joined as always by my co-host Colby, and with many other guests today as well. Uh, today is our special uh, collaboration episode with a Random Gaming uh, Corners uh, podcast, as well as uh, the Outcast podcast, or at least one representative of which. Uh, do you guys want to go around and say hi? Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. I'm Alejandro T's. I'm like pretty much like the main host of a random gaming corner and oh yeah main focus of the podcast is about gaming but we also are trying to like try to be diverse a bit as well like talk about movies tv shows someone like we still haven't really got a dug into anime but that'll be later in the future and yeah we just it is we try to be focused but we kind of go into weird shenanigans from time to time so there's that and the guy with the hat, my co-host, <laughs> Mason. <laughs> Hello, as he said, I'm Mason, and I'm really just there for comedic effect. <laughs> we all Every need that guy. Podcast needs <laughs> I'd like to think that it's me uh, for us, but uh, uh, I I think our viewers may disagree. But uh, And of course, we are also joined by Mr. Brock Matthews. All reliable, baby. Old reliable, back again. <laughs> how are we doing, guys? You want Probably 20 to 10 tonight, you go to Brock. The only reliable member exactly. of the podcast. <laughs> but he has joined yeah. us once again. We have all, uh, how are we doing, guys? We doing good? We doing good? We have all gathered well. today for a very special project uh, that... We've been wanting to do it for a little bit. We've wanted to do this sort of format of a po- of a podcast for 
a while now. I a think it might have brought up in, in season one. It yeah, might have been, it's been up a while. As a season finale, but then we pushed it back. Uh, then we made some new friends. So we're like, hey, let's uh, let's do this big collaboration piece uh, and do a a video game loadout draft. I think is what we're calling this. Holy <laughs> has us in the cool. pantheon, getting ready to to draft the most legendary weapons available to us. Uh, basically, Holby, in his infinite wisdom, has all on his, all, all on his own devised up a uh, a draft sheet for us consisting of swords, deranged weapons, vehicles, magic abilities, non-traditional weapons, and others in order for us to create our ultimate video game loadout of sorts. Uh, and, yeah, that's going to be the premise. We'll be going... Uh, Colby, would you like to explain uh, in a bit more detail the premise of what we're doing? Yes. So as Tyler explained, you're going to get to pick. There's six. There's six categories, and there's going to be seven rounds. Each person is required to take one, at least one weapon or ability from each round, and your wild card can be used at any time in the draft. But your wild card is used to take a second item from any of the options. So if you want to go swords in rounds one and two, you can do that. If you want to go swords in rounds two and five, you can do that, so on and so forth. As long as by the end of it, you have one from each category. I have up in front of me a randomizer to determine the order of the draft because I haven't determined that yet and is going to be completely randomized. So let me know if you all can see the randomizer we have here. We can and, see it. Yep. All right. So yes, this is how I enter the names. So we're just going to go from top to bottom. And we will just get this thing rolling. So three, two, wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, there's, whoa, a whoa. there's a problem here. Uh-oh. Oh, Jacob's uh, in it. Uh, Jacob is not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay, now we're now good. We're good. <laughs> All right, so now three, two, one. Brock, Tyler, Colby, Alejandro, Mason. So there's the draft order. It's a snake draft. So Mason, you'll get the last pick of round one and the first pick of round two, and we'll just go back and forth like that. So. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I have up in front. Of, I have up in front of me the board. If you guys don't have it in front of you, you can look at it from here. And I guess without further ado, I'm gonna go back to the call to get the timestamp. Uh, Brock, you are on the clock. Oh man! All right. How much time do I get? Do we get a as many I'm, as much as much time we as probably you probably don't want. want to be long. Okay. No. Come back in an hour. I'll be ready. No. All Thankfully, right, I've good. done. Uh, I've done some research. I, I'm ready for this. But okay. Let me. Oh, also, I will call. I will. Co- I will color so, code the. Bo- I will color code the board. So, Brock, you'll. I'll just determine it by color to see who gets what, just to keep track. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So let's get this. Let's just get this thing going. All right. To get out of the way, because <laughs> I was trying to think. Because I have. Uh, I was. I was. I was stuck between two things here. And I, it was really hard for me to like if I wanted to go swords first or pick or pick the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for the 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 magic ability we all know what magic ability I'm going to pick. I thought I was really hard during the week to this week. I was just like, should I go with sword first or should I pick the magic ability that we all know I'm probably going to pick first? But I'm afraid that how drafts work, someone's going to you know jip it and I'm going to be screwed over. But so I'm going to pick the uh, Super Saiyan magic ability first. All right. All right. No, uh, to no one's surprise. <laughs> to, to no, absolutely to no, no one's surprise. surprise. <laughs> uh, 
uh, as you can guys can clearly tell, uh, it is not exactly exclusively video game abilities. We also have some thrown in from uh, yeah. anime and uh, <laughs> movies, but you know things like Star Wars and Dragon Ball Z have video games anyway. So you know it's a gray area, but we think they count. So also worth noting, it's I love across all goose. franchises. I love the goose. From yes, it's across many games. franchises, not just Nintendo. All it's going to be all over the place today. Colby really did his research and really got us a huge arsenal to choose from. So, yeah, this so, is a big board. Okay. It doesn't so, for clarification. So, yes, we. Um, I'm not sure I miss uh, read the message, but we were like, if we if we chose a weapon that was even though, like, outside of the weapon board, if it's, like, in the category, it's still allowed? Yes, yes, it is. You can okay, take things great. that aren't on the board as long as it fits in the categories, correct? Oh, you're allowed to add some outside. Okay, that's cool. Yes. Okay, perfect. So, Brock, <laughs> Super, Super Saiyan Goku is the number one overall pick in the draft. That means, Tyler, you're up at number two. Thank God. Okay, so <laughs> I've been talking to Colby about this for, like, all month. I've, I've brought it up, like, trying to switch my strategy around. Because uh, I, for the, for the sake of difficulty and challenge, I'm going to stick to what uh, is in the board unless some big euphoria of inspiration hits me. Because I already have a strategy down. And the first part of that strategy that I need immediately is the one divine beast in the vehicle category. Okay. And uh, I'll be taking Va Meadow immediately. So that is going to be my, my vehicle of choice. Hey guys, Tyler here with my first post pick report va meadow is my first pick of the draft i knew i had to get that in early it's integral to my strategy which is uh, basically centering around zoning and projectiles and keeping enemies as far away from me as possible obviously va meadow is a giant flying fortress with rapid fire laser cannons and just a giant charge up laser to keep enemies at bay that's going to be my main platform i don't plan on leaving that platform during the course of any fight i'm going to sit there and the rest of the weapons that you'll see that i pick later on will help me to do that and uh colby i'm sure is not happy about this pick but uh he he definitely probably saw it coming but uh you guys will see how my uh, little zoning turtle strategy uh turns out in the end so yeah see you at the next pick yeah, it's definitely the best of the Divine Beast in Age of Calamity when it is playable. So that's a, that's definitely a good pick. The Divine Beast is gonna be tough to take down. That means I'm up at number three, and I I was doing this board. I've been looking at it since I am the maker of it. I've been looking at it for weeks, and this has been my number one pick since I have made the board. And I'm going to Magic, and I'm taking uh, the Elder Blood from the Witcher Three Wild Hunt. Basically, nice. the Elder oh. Blood is a I'm not sure if anyone else has played Witcher 3 in here, but basically Ciri's Elder Blood makes her like a, a god. And she can teleport like on the fly in battle. She she can pretty sure she can like see into the future to a degree. It basically makes her unbeatable in some ways. So I think having that on my anime my anime character will be very <laughs> so I'm gonna take the Elder Blood with my first pick. I think it, I think it's the, I think it's a good pick and it's gonna set me up for the rest of the draft. That means Alejandro, you're on the board at number four. All right. Well, for a ranged weapon, I want to. I want to choose the experimental, experimental Merv from Fallout. Okay. Oh my God. He took Tyler. He took your. He took your weapon. You told me about, didn't he? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's the fat man. 
Yeah. Times eight or something like that. Yeah, that's a Fat Man, but like multiple like splintering nuclear blasts. Yeah, the Fat Man's on here at the way bottom. Uh, I think I think would it be alright if Experimental Merv was just grouped in with that? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because right. that's a that's a mod for the Fat Man. Oh no, he screwed you, didn't he? A beautiful nuclear. <laughs> <line>. <laughs> I think it would also be beneficial, uh, you know, just for the sake of everyone who's watching at home to kind of, just in case they don't know the weapon of the series, to kind of give a brief synopsis uh, of the weapon whenever you pick it or add it, etc. So I kind of stole Alejandro's uh, spotlight there, so please uh, be my guest. Oh, well. Well, it's such a weird thing, because I believe there was... uh, Experimental Merv and Fallout uh, Fallout 3, like I just randomly found it either there or found the Vegas. And it was able to shoot off in without a mod, so I, oh. I didn't know like the, um it was a mod in the first place. But uh, yeah. Well. This shoots like a fat man, like a little atomic it shoots off a little uh, atomic bomb. And but again, multiply that by eight. So you're shooting like <laughs> eight of those. You're taking out a small country, is what I'm getting at here. Yeah, pretty much. Unless you're taking yourself out as well, if you're not like a good. You're not <laughs> too far away. Yeah. <laughs> but, All uh, right. So the experimental fat man is taken at number four. That means Mason, you've back-to-back picks here. Last pick of round one. First pick of round two. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with some a uh, category no one's gone with yet in the sword category. Yamato from Devil May Cry. All right. Uh, All right. For those who don't know, it's. A sword sharp enough to cut through space itself and even sever the dimensional connection between human world and the demon world. Are you kidding me? See, that yes. seems pretty good, I'll say it. What in the <laughs> world? Devil May Cry's got some crazy shit. So that wraps up round one, and just to further explain my pick, the Elder Blood, it is a gene passed down from carriers of it, and it, it, it does basically what I said. It allows Princess Siri in the Witcher games to basically teleport through dimensions and it just makes her really powerful. So I think having that is essential. I think I thought it was the best magic pick. It was going to be my number one pick if I had the number one pick. So that I'm glad I'm really glad I got that. Just looking at round one overall, Super Saiyan number one is not a surprising pick from Brock. It is a very good pick though. I will not bash it at all. Divine Beast Von Meadow. So I knew right away what Tyler was trying to set up and unfortunately he got, there was just too much stuff on the board to him to get what he wanted. So and I wasn't going to draft my team to defeat his. I was just trying to build my best overall team. So that's a good pick for Divine Beast Monveto. Obviously, I have the Elder Blood. The Fat Man, I don't know much about Fallout, but from what Tyler has told me, that's a very good pick from Alejandro number four. And then the Yamato, you just heard Mason talk about it. That's a great pick at number five. So that's the conclusion of round one. Let's keep it going. Uh, since I'm back-to-back, my magic ability, I wanted to go with Donald's Arsenal from Kingdom Hearts. All right, I don't think that's, I, that's, that's not on yeah. here, but... I think that's an yeah. additional. That does fall within magic, yeah. yes. All right, so Donald's yes. Arsenal and uh, the space-cutting sword from Devil May Cry, the Yamato. So right, yes. back to, right back to you, Alejandro, with the second pick of round two. All right. Well, the other I would choose is the Dagger of Time, and that's from the Prince of Persia uh, series for anyone doesn't know. Well, what what it could pretty much imply is that you can control time. You can either make yourself... (laughs) (laughs) 
you can slow down time. Someone hated or, that pick. There's like other abilities that can come with it where you are like only super fast while all your enemies can be well held in place. Or if you were to, well, die, but somehow still able to reverse time and then use a different move, then that could happen as well. That seems oh pretty God. useful. Yeah, I still, I still, I, I love the series, but I don't, I'll never understand how like you could die, but then still able to reverse the time after the death. But I don't mind. It's a game project. You don't ask the questions. You just of course, yeah. You just survive. <laughs> you just roll with the punches, and my God, my strategy is starting to look really underwhelming now. <laughs> so the dagger of time goes the second pick in round two that means i'm back up in number three and i'm going right back to magic so i'm kind of deviating from my original thought i'm going to take all four champion abilities from breath of the wild and hyrule warriors um you know they're all pretty beneficial i'm very familiar with them as a big nintendo fan uh, i can fly control lightning protect myself almost against anything and if i die i literally get to come back to life so i think that's pretty helpful considering the fact that i'm going up against a weapon that can cut through the dimensions of space and control time. So I feel pretty comfortable. I feel pretty comfortable with my magic selection right there. So I'm going to take, I'm getting all four champion abilities from Breath of the Wild. So that's my second pick. Tyler, back to uh, you. Okay. Magic seeming like a pretty hot category right now. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to throw my hand into the, is that basket as well. I'm going to pick up uh supersonic for my, for my mm -hmm. magic ability. Uh, very similar to Brock's Super Saiyan pick. Uh, you know, I was going to ask, what's the diff? Like, like, I even like Google searched like both like the definitions of them and they seem like very similar, but uh, I just, I don't know. I was going to ask that before I picked my Super Saiyan for, but I just feel like they're both very similar. Yeah, they're, they are very similar. I'm pretty sure Supersonic was very much inspired from the Super from Super Saiyan form. But I was talking to Colby about this. They're, they are very similar, which is why I knew I had to keep it in the back pocket in case you took Super Saiyan. Right. Uh, but I think the main difference is, is that, you know, I feel like Supersonic kind of gives... Chaos Emeralds for one, I guess. I guess you do need to the, the collect the seven Chaos Emeralds. But... I was talking to Colby. I think one of the main differences is that Sonic Supersonic inherently gives you flight, while yeah. with Super Saiyan, I think like flight is like a separate ability that you learn. Yeah. Uh, also, true. I think I think Supersonic has the speed advantage over Super Saiyan, uh, but it has the pretty much same uh, same uh, ability to survive almost anything and be almost uh, invulnerable while you're in the state. So. Right. I figured that, you know, based on semantics, I would choose supersonic just for the speed and also inherent ability to fly just in case I didn't right. have any other flying abilities on hand. So that's why doesn't, I that supersonic ability. Doesn't supersonic have a time limit? It does have a time limit. With uh, rings, maybe? Yeah, as long as you have enough right. rings technically in the game. Not sure how that would translate here, but even with the time limit, uh, I'm okay with with making that my uh, my magic pick, just because I think it's that strong. All right, second pick coming from the magic category, the Super Sonic Transformation. Now, this power doesn't necessarily play into my strategy that I mentioned in my last report after Vaughn Meadow. I wanted to get this in early because Super Sonic is my 
uh, get out of jail free card or just my backup plan in case someone does uh, getting close and gets past all the defenses that I'm planning on uh, accumulating over the course of this draft. Supersonic, just a reliable, just get the heck away from me card. Uh, super fast, inherent flight capabilities. It, I'm assuming it does have a time limit in the course of in the uh, context of this draft, but I'm okay with that. Uh, hoping not to use it at all, but just uh, keeping that back card in my pocket just in case I need it. But the next few abilities will continue my strategy of of zoning, which you will see soon. Brock, back to back to close out round two and to start round three. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I'm going to go into the sword category and i'm going to pick the binding blade from fire emblem um oh all right all right okay fancy now because it was i'm not very educated in legend of zelda and i had to search a lot of this stuff throughout the week because i don't know like what was what and stuff and what really sold me on this one i guess because when i searched it and and i was just it took me this like this uh zelda wiki stuff and what really pretty much like got me on it is like the, it's I guess it gives 95 hit and Ted crit and it it can generate fire for use in battle, which pretty much pretty much sold me on on that one on, um, sword. Yeah, Roy Roy definitely is a good weapon there with the Binding Blade in the Fire Emblem series. So that's a def, that's a pretty that's a pretty good pick. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't expect that to get taken. Neither did I. <laughs> but that's definitely listen a sword with an enhanced magic ability that's tough to pass up on. Alright, round two concludes with Brock taking the Binding Blade from Fire Emblem. He got Zelda and Fire Emblem mumbo-jumboed in there, so forgive him on that. But, not a obviously I already said, not something I expected to be taken, but when Brock gave his reasoning, it's a very good sword. There was, just, there was a lot of good sword weapons that I thought maybe just appealed to the eye more. But Brock did his research, so credit to him, that's a good pick. Tyler with Supersonic, obviously inspired by Super Saiyan, as he said. That's going to be tough. It... I'm not. Sh- I, I I didn't know why he took it. I thought because he was a, he was just a Sonic fan. He had to have some Sonic representation on his team. But Super Sonic is very strong and obviously worth taking there. I selected the four champion abilities. I just think having that is, I think that's, that's nice. A lot like Tyler's explanation for having Super Sonic. Mifa's Grace is my back pocket gadget, a free card. If I literally die throughout the course of the fight, I can just come back to life. I can fly and use some of my other weapons I take later. With I can use that in creative ways. Duke's protection can prevent me from. It can help me out in a lot of ways. And Herbosa's Fury gives me a lot of range. I think that was a good pick there. I was between that and the Umbra Witch, as you'll hear later. The Dagger of Time going is the second pick in round two. Alejandro gave great reasoning. He can control time. It's a weapon from a game that he likes. I think that's a good pick there. And then Donald Duck's Magic. I'm not a Kingdom Hearts guy, but I trust Mason's intuition and judgment when he says that it's a good arsenal to have. That's what we group Magic into. We just grouped it into a character's arsenal. So once they hit their max level, you just have all their abilities. So... Round two, gone, and we are already on to round three. So, to start round three, Brock, where are we going? Um, Let's see here. I don't want to use my wild card yet, but... Um, I already did. <laughs> I'm trying to think... Oh, man, this one's hard. I don't know which category to go to, but I'm going to pick the first out of the range category and also take something from Legend of Zelda and take the Bow of Light. All right. Oh, Bow of Light. Let's go. <laughs> that, was, that was literally my next pick. I was praying it wouldn't get taken, but... <laughs> Damn, that's a good pick. I mean, literally just just instant kills evil. Yeah, I mean, not much needs to be said about, <laughs> about that weapon. 
So Brock with two Nintendo picks to me and Tyler's chagrin. But and speaking of Tyler, you are here to to third pick. Where are we going? Okay. Okay. So going to be a strange pick, I think. But uh, I'm going back into magic abilities for my. This will be my wild card pick. Uh, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick up Force Lightning. I from, knew it from Star Wars. <laughs> I knew uh, it. I mean. I've played Force Unleashed. I don't know if anyone else here has played Force Unleashed, but yes, yeah. And you know, it's just as powerful in in a gaming format than it as it is in the movies. It's just it's such a simple ability, but it's just so powerful, and it covers a wide range in front of you, which uh, I really like because uh, I went into this thinking like, okay, if I'm going to fight these other people with advanced crazy arsenals what do i need and i felt like i might as well keep them at a distance with a really powerful magic attack so force lightning will be uh will be my uh third pick for the draft so as you guys can see i used my wild card pick to double down in the magic category to pick up force lightning very straightforward ability you just shoot lightning out of your fingers but a very powerful range tool to add to my arsenal will cover a wide area i can easily maneuver it to any space I'm being targeted by, and I just thought it would be a very good addition uh, to my loadout uh, just to keep enemies in check that are getting a little too close and also just defend a large area at will. Brock took my pick at three, so now I'm scrambling here looking at the board. Um, hmm, okay. <laughs> I'm going to stay in ranged, and I'm going to take the portal gun from Portal, actually. Um, not interesting. Not a weapon like the Bow of Light that can just kill you by looking at it, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it, 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 if I can shoot you guys through portals to, and I can just like teleport there with the Elder Blood and get to you there, maybe I can pull off some sick combos before you know I just get cut through the spatial rend. So I'm gonna take the Portal Gun, a game I've never played Portal, but a game that is highly praised. And Tyler, I think you've played Portal, haven't you? I have. I've I've played both games. It's they're fantastic they're absolute classics choosing the portal gun is going to be i did not expect that to be picked at all like that is you got to have some huge iq brain cells to pull off uh, <laughs> things like that but i mean hey i'm i'm here for it that sounds super sick so i'm i'm here for for portal portal gun combos alejandro you're up all right for magic abilities i want to choose the glitch from wreck and ralph Oh man, okay. Oh, um, okay. I'm just gonna assume in the bad, like, if whatever happened in, the, in your game and such, or now on the internet, could happen in, like real life, then there's like plenty of options that could happen where, well, pretty much like I could rewrite code or I could just glitch teleport to, well, to whoever hurts my opponent. Just go over to them and then, like, even have, like a little simple touch and whatever, could like rewrite their whole code and make whatever their. <laughs> special effect was in the beginning turn into like the opposite effect and even turn against them oh my god yeah the listen you're probably thinking record Ralph's not a video game it's a video it's the most video game movie we have so yeah we oh, it yeah. In here, but <laughs> yeah the glitch is pretty pretty wild in that movie and uh rewriting human code seems pretty terrifying so that's a really good pick mason close out round three ah uh, okay well, I guess for my wild card, I'm going to use an actual card and use the reverse card. Oh, the reverse Uno <laughs> card. 
Imagine being able to take anything and reverse it back at your opponent. That's just what I free, expect that to do. Just that's, a free reflect. Wow. Yeah. That's what we, that's what we call an inconvenience. Now, is that a one-time <laughs> use, or is that you can use it many times over? How many how many diverse cards are in a Uno deck? Four? <laughs> I look at this. So you get, yeah, I'll say you just get you get four. I'll look it up right now on my phone. But <laughs> reverse card. So that wraps up round three. And as you guys could tell, Brock took my pick. The Bow of Light was literally my next selection from the range category. I thought it was the best weapon of choice I thought in there. Everyone knows who listens to this podcast anyway. Just how devastating the Bow of Light is. So bummed I didn't get that. But I did come away with the Portal Gun, which is something... Tyler made a good point. I am going to have to use a lot of my IQ and instincts, but the main objective of that was I just to create different angles to attack from. And as you can see later, I implement it into certain strategies, and I kind of form my own strategy along the way. The glitch from Wreck-It Ralph, very devastating, almost a lot like Series Elder Blood in the teleportation way, but not nearly as powerful, seeming that it's literally just a glitch from a video game movie. And then the Uno reverse card. I mean, it's the Uno reverse card. It's iconic. Everyone knows. It's the it's It's a... A meme legend nothing to hate on that one there so round four here we go i i threw some i threw some uh half-hearted ones on here but i thought that <laughs> we can make we can make the most of them in i'm glad to see at least one got taken i'm eyeing up a few myself but to start round four mason what do we got uh shoot was that can i make that my non-traditional that is your non-traditional Okay, then for the wild card, I want to use Sephiroth's swing form. That's a good one. Whoa. Oh, yeah, because you already did uh, Donald's <laughs> arsenal for your match. Yep. Yes. Oh, yes. God. Not, not much more needs to be said about Sephiroth's swing form. <laughs> and, in, in Super Smash Bros, makes him gives him super armor, enhanced speed, enhanced flight, like basically everything. And in the games, for, I haven't played Final Fantasy VII, and everyone here knows that it's the game I want to play the most right now. Um, he just looks terrifying. Sephiroth's a terrifying human being. <laughs> yeah. Like, the intimidation factor alone is worth picking up that that ability. Yeah, I agree. And Mason, you get two reverse cards, so... Okay. Not one, but two. I imagine him pulling it out of, like, a Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> like, duel deck. Just really like, dramatically. You're about to deal the final blow, and he just pulls out a reverse card, and you're like, oh, no. It Make it work. They had to <laughs> be inside. Oh man! Both all right, all right. Game. Good picks. Yeah. Alejandro, you're up. Second oh. pick of round four. All right, for sure. Jeez, uh, I don't want to like go outside the weapon board that much. That's why I'm like trying to at least stay within it right now. But. Can I suggest the goose from Untitled Goose Game? From Untitled Goose Game, a companion. I know. Have you seen that goose? That thing's indestructible. <laughs> That's true. But eh, I'll just go outside the board again for swords, which is the shish kebab. All right, oh, another Fallout pick. Yeah. And for those who don't know, it's pretty much a sword that is modified in the way where. Well, even if you're, even if you, the injury you give your opponent doesn't instantly kill them, it will burn them. So over time, that would be pretty useful to just wire them down, whoever it is. That would that would be pretty useful. I, I am here for the Fallout picks. Oh my god, the shish kebab! I didn't even think about that. Just a, a sword with a gasoline canister on it. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Seriously, but. 
All right, so the shish kebab from Fallout is a sword outside the board, but is selected here in round four, which means that I am up. And I'm going to go to the vehicles category, and I'm going to take the flyover plane from Wii Sports Resort. The, <laughs> the flyover plane, I, it's it just look, it has a great aesthetic. I, it's purple, if I remember correctly. flies you over the great uh, land of, uh, of Woohoo, Woohoo Island. And I just think if I come fly, I can. It's an escape vehicle, so I'm gonna park it far away from the battlefield. And if things get rough, I'm just gonna get the hell out of there with the, with the flyover plane. So we're gonna go resort to a woohoo island. So the flyover plane is my take. It was between that and uh, the Batmobile, but I thought I thought the plane was better. A very agile vehicle could be useful in evading uh, attacks. An entire game built around it with pilot wings. Just saying. Very true, very true. Tyler, up to, you're up. Okay. Um, I know my picks for each category. I'm just wondering which to pick first so that someone else That's doesn't exactly pick it. That's exactly my problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think... No one's going to pick that, no. All right. I'm going to pick something that's actually really uh, integral to my strategy in the ranged category. Uh, and I'm going to pick the spread gun from Contra. Okay. Ooh. So, All right. Contra, obviously a legendary video game. Uh, one that I've never played personally, but one that I've been very interested in because of uh, hearing about how difficult it is and, and seeing uh, old gameplay from it. And the spread gun is probably the salvation of many players in that game just because you're able to just litter the screen with bullets just firing out of a single barreled gun which doesn't make sense uh logically but in the game it's incredibly powerful uh and i just want to sit on my giant floating laser <laughs> fortress and make any approach uh on me they have to go through a bullet hell game first so Force lightning, <laughs> multiple just rains of bullets, and you know if things get dicey, you're supersonic and you're going for the fight. So uh, I've kind of just revealed my strategy, but the spread gun is very integral to it. So uh, I figured I'd get that out of the way first. So yes, for my ranged category pick, I have decided to pick up the spread gun from Contra. Uh, very similar reasoning to the force lightning, just a weapon that covers a a wide expanse of space uh, and has the possibility to just keep enemies away uh, from many different angles. Uh, I figured that uh, out of all the options on the board, spread gun was the, the best ranged option to play right back into my strategy of making people who want to approach uh, my little uh, fortress of doom just go through a absolute bullet hell to even get close, and I feel like the spread gun is absolutely the right gun for the job. All right, the spread gun from Contra, an oldie but a goodie, gets taken here in round five. Brock, close it out. Okay, so I've also had the problem of because of the anime world and whatnot. I've been having troubles of just like I got. I've been trying to keep myself on the board, but I think I'm going to use my uh, wild card in the swords. But something on the board. I'm going to go with something called the Dark Repulsor from the anime SAO. One of uh, Kirito's, one of the main character oh, swords. Yeah. It, <laughs> yes. So just a little <laughs> facts of it. It's 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 made of material. If people didn't know. It's made of 
material called crystallite ignat which comes from like a it's like it's like a crystal dragon and the, what the technically what the material is where he found it it came out of a dragon which aka it's, it's like a crystal dragon's like uh it, it's poo is pretty much all PCs. it is but oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but uh but uh it's got 680 to 700 attack plus and it enhances my agility and strength too so all right, so the feces sword gets taken here in round five. Uh, let's start, let's, let's start yeah, round six. Yeah, yeah. Rock. So you may have already noticed I accidentally skipped ahead around. We are currently in round five, and I later addressed this issue. I figured it out, but I did skip ahead around accidentally. So that was the end of round four, and we are starting round five right now. But to recap round four, Sephiroth's wing form was actually something I was really thinking of in the magic category. Just because you get one winged angel with it, which is unbelievable, and it's just a great power-up in general. The shish kebab, I don't know much about, but according to Tyler and Alejandro, I trust their judgment. That's a really good weapon. Getting burned with any just cut on it seems pretty devastating. I took the flyover plane. I had to come in style. I'm confident with that pick. I don't care what anybody says. It's a great escape vehicle. I park it far away. I teleport. I get out of there if I'm in trouble. The spread gun from Contra with Tyler, again, just harping down on that I'm camping strategy. And then the Dark Repulsor, which I did some research on after the episode, and that's a good pick. Brock and I was kind of <laughs> giving each other some hard times with the, our selections, but up to this point, Brock does have a really good team going, as is everyone else, I think. So we are now entering round five, so keep that in your minds when I say round six like a hundred times here in the future. All right, I'm going to go into the, uh, what's it called, the uh, non-traditional, and I'm going to put a little cap on myself. I'm going to take Cappy from Mario Odyssey. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> can possess you. Know, I don't want to intimidate you guys too much, so you can see Cappy <laughs> on my head, and maybe maybe it'll make you guys feel okay. Let me get this straight: you're gonna be running around the feces store with a Mario hat. <laughs> it's not a list. And you're in a super saint. It's a great sword. All right. <laughs> you're, you're gonna go super saint with the Mar- with Cappy. I mean, technically, Cappy can go super saint too. So you can use that to your. You can yeah. use that in a lot of different ways. True. True. Tyler, you're up for first pick of round or second pick of round six. Okay. Getting down to it. I think I'm gonna get my sword out of the way, and it's gonna be really boring. But <laughs> getting into the theme of my at range sort of character build that I'm going for here, uh, I'm gonna pick the master sword. Dude, I'm surprised it went this late. I figured one of you two would have taken it like the first two rounds. How and I talked about that. That we didn't, we weren't gonna take it in the first or second round. It, but Tyler, go ahead and elaborate on your pick. But yeah, I mean, Master Sword doesn't need much elaboration. It's the sword that seals the darkness, the the rightful property of uh, in the hands of the hero of Hyrule, uh, and very important for my build, it shoots a projectile when you're at full health. So. Again, just another projectile in my little bullet hell, little world that I'm building to keep anyone <laughs> to keep anyone approaching me at bay. So just another projectile to throw at them, but also again, incredibly durable sword, uh, except in Breath of the Wild. But you know we don't have to worry about that. Uh, and also in Skyward Sword, the the remaster is coming out very soon, uh, so this is very topical. You have the Skyward Strike, which you hold your sword way up in the air, you get struck by lightning, and you do a huge uh, projectile. So, again, just another uh, really campy strategy that I got going on here. So Master Sword will be my sword pick. 
And finally, we come to the sword category. Uh, this one was definitely tricky to determine, but I decided to pick up the Master Sword, obviously from The Legend of Zelda. Just a very, very reliable uh, weapon, very durable, but also slightly playing into my strategy, though not as, an in, not as integral of a piece as some of the previous ones mentioned, uh, is the fact that the Master Sword can shoot a projectile while you're at full health, and ideally, during the battle in my ideal situation, I would not even be taking any damage, so I could just throw in a projectile here and there, or if an enemy gets just a little too close, I could uh, throw it in with a few force lightning blasts or shots of my spread gun, uh, just to cover even more angles of approach, and just play right back into my strategy of turtling and camping the whole match. So yes, Master Sword is my pick, and we are coming down to the last few picks here, and I think you'll be excited to see what I uh, have planned. All right, so I'm up. Um, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll take uh, Leviathan from God of War Ragnarok. I'll go to the other category. Um, my my first backup for this is that uh, Kratos uses it, and uh, Kratos is a badass, so I, whatever, I'll trust his intuition. Um, from what I get, from from what I've gathered, you you can throw it and like summon it back to you, like like Thor does, or you just get like another copy of it. it so that would be, that could be pretty helpful. So essentially, a projectile, like Tyler was saying, I think that can be pretty useful with um, throwing axes through um, portals, and I can be pretty creative with that. Again, I'm gonna have to get a good night's rest and a good breakfast before this fight because a lot of it relies on my own intuition, but. Oh, that's so cool! Throwing the portal—that's such will, a cool idea. I will take uh, another. I guess I, I guess I guess in a way a ranged weapon with Leviathan. So Alejandro, your pick in round six. All right. Okay, finally to the board uh, for non-traditional. I'm thinking I'm going to go for the the Poltergust three thousand because I don't know. Like I feel like well, if it's really strong enough. I feel like fall up, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could take a weapon away. I mean, who knows? I mean, that could be like a bit of a sheet right there. But since it could also be reversed, then I could like, well, swing it back at the whoever I'm facing, and it'll be like a bit of irony right there. I don't know. I could just suck. I would pretty much like suck the soul out of whoever I'm facing. That's you. Something interesting too, in, in the new Luigi's Mansion, you can make like. A goo copy of yourself oh, with the poltergust. Forgot about that. So <laughs> you might be able to just make another you to kind of help you out in the battle. So that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty useful. It's a good. It's a good, it's a good uh, tactic there. So the poltergust three thousand non traditional goes in round six. Mason, you've your last pick of round six and your final pick of the draft in round seven. Uh, I have a question about the Batmobile. Is it also <laughs> like the the Batwing? Like, can it turn into that, or is it just the car? Yes, it can. Because that's what I think. I believe in Arkham Knight, it can. So, yeah, that, that counts. So I'm gonna pick the Batmobile for obvious reasons. <laughs> it is. It's I mean, the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, it's the Batmobile. I mean, even an Arkham Knight can turn into a damn tank in addition to a plane. So, it's like an all-in-one. It's just a great, great vehicle to use. And that was round five, and round five was filled with a lot of good picks. We start with Cappy from Mario Odyssey. Cappy's all reliable. You can use him to get an extra jump. You can use him to possess uh, the environment around you. That's a good pick by Brock. The Master Sword, obviously, Tyler already said. He alluded to it. The Master Sword's just, again, another great pick. Leviathan, for me, I looked it up. Leviathan in the God of War lore was made by the same person who made Thor. 
and it has a bunch of inscribed runes on the side so it has a lot of power it's a two-handed axe you can throw it and summon it back a lot like Kratos does and Thor with his hammer so very good pick there in hindsight in round five the Poltergust 5000 from Luigi's Mansion 3 was a very good pick for non-traditional you get to create a copy of yourself I feel like that can be pretty useful especially if you have all the weapons that you did originally draft and then the Batmobile it's the Batmobile there's not much else to say about it my my pick got taken away with the with Alex's choice, so I. I oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the super shotgun from Doom. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> so scary, dude. Any weapon from Doom is terrifying. <laughs> that is really true. And now you got like a grappling hook on it, so you can just, you know, uh, scorpion style grab people and just barrel stuff them. Such a good weapon. So that closes out the draft for uh, Mason. Alejandro, you're up now. Well, I like to go with the uh, more improved Normandy. I believe it's right there. Ah. Uh, but yeah, the, yes. her vehicle is the SSV Normandy from Mass Effect 3. And it's way more improved from, well, the old one. I'm not going to say too much spoilers about it. But yeah, it's way better than the old one. And plus it avoided a very... Ca- catastrophic ending as well so if so the battle is not won that easily then at least i can move maneuver a bit better like just change with multiple stars and such so there's that at least all right so the is ssv the normal. like a like a fighter or like a huge like a big capital ship it's well, it's just, it's just like a weird thing, but I know like it's really good for like combat considering well the pilot Joker was able to use it for combat. So yeah. I'm assuming like if you're like really uh, skilled at being a pilot of it, it could be really uh, deadly in combat. All right, all right, sweet, sweet. Oh wait, I was just are we in round? So I don't have a sword or a non-traditional. So yeah, I, I was think about to say, not... I think we have two more rounds left. Okay, yeah, I was about so that's my bad. So everyone has yeah, another so, pick, I think. Uh, so Mason, uh, you have another pick after this. Yeah, Mason so. will have one more pick. Be the last pick. Up all right. So, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Jesus Christ. Um. <laughs> okay. So I don't have a sword or a non-traditional, and I'm pretty confident my non-traditional will be there. So. Uh, for the fate of heart and hopefully willing it into existence one day, I'm gonna take the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII. So <laughs> it, it a lot, yes. a lot, a lot like the Master Sword. It it is passed down from hero to hero, not in the same way as in just reincarnations of the same person from Legend of Zelda just gets the sword, but actually passed down to different people. Uh, it's huge. It's a giant broadsword. Also shoots projectiles. So take that, Tyler. True. And, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same weapon that uh, stabs Sephiroth, and uh, there's only one weapon in the world that can say that. So I'm going to take the Buster Sword, the, albeit the f- probably the 45-pound weight that it is. I will do what I can with it. Also really large frame, so I can block a lot of projectiles with it, hopefully. That's a good point. Tyler, you're up, for, all right, you're up for round six. So you've, okay. you're up for round six. Yes, I do not have a non-traditional or other. Um... Now, I'm confident that neither will be picked, but I want to go with other first because I've been talking about all these projectile weapons and, <laughs> you know, things to keep people at range. Uh, this weapon will also do that, but it is a melee weapon. And this is the first time that I am delving into uh, 
the anime realm, so I'm joining Brock oh, in no. this category. And I'm going to choose the power pole from Dragon Damn it. <laughs> Dude, I had one more round to go, and you had to go ahead. <laughs> that was going to be my pick, too. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I the power pole is just such a cool weapon. Like, it's, it's basically just a bow staff, but it can extend to ridiculous ranges. So, you know, again, I'm sitting on my on my bird tank of an airship shooting <laughs> lasers and, you know, one hand firing the, the, uh, the spread gun. And I'm just waving this thing in an arc, uh, in the air and I'm bound to hit something out of the air. So, uh, power pole, I just think it's such a cool weapon. Like I, I wish it was used more in Dragon Ball Z, but it's so cool, uh, and super versatile. So, uh, that is what I am going to mark down for my other category. So yes, my penultimate pick for my loadout, second to last pick before my uh, arsenal is complete, will be the Power Pull from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, obviously, a very appealing melee weapon uh, for my uh, strategy that I've been crafting this whole game. As I don't think there's any limit to how far this little staff can extend. Uh, no set distance or length that it needs to stop at. So theoretically, I'm, I can just sit on the deck of Vaumetto and as the lasers and spread guns and force lightnings are going off. I can intermittently just extend this thing out to a ridiculous range and try and just swat any approaching enemies out of the sky uh, as they try to approach. So I feel like it is just the perfect uh, addition, complements everything else really well, and yes, that is why I picked the power pole. All right, Brock, last pick of round six, and then first pick of round seven, which we'll officially get into the finale here. So, okay, what do we all got? Right, all right. I still need a vehicle to get around with, and I was going to uh, have, like, the spirit of Mike with me because he's a big Batman guy, but that was taken. So uh, I, think, <laughs> I think I'm going to pick uh, Star Fox's Air Wing. That's a good pick. Ooh, I was thinking. I was oh, thinking about that. That's a good R-wing. pick. And that closes out the actual round six, and now we're getting into round seven. But before we do, the Super Shotgun from Doom, I haven't played Doom, but again, like I said, Doom Doom weapons are just devastating, and I've seen clips of it. It blows off people's heads like it's a nothing. SSV Normandy, another game I haven't played, Mass Effect 3, but that was high on a lot of websites' lists as far as best video game vehicle goes, so that's a good pick right there. The Buster Sword, I had to pick Buster Sword because... I need to will Final Fantasy VII Remake into my life. I just need that game so bad. I'm saving it for a PlayStation now just so I can play it. And I've just become so obsessed with the Final Fantasy VII lore that I needed some representation of that on my team, whether it was through Limit Break, which was on the board, Masamune, which was on the board. But I ended up going with the old reliable Buster Sword. The Power Pole, you already heard Tyler explain. And the R-Wing from Star Fox, a good pick by Brock. And yeah, our, our, our gaming um, rookie here with Brock, he actually put, put, put together a pretty good team, and you'll get to see how it ends right here. What's your, what's your last category? Uh, da, da, da. I think I need something from other, and I think I have something written, written down here. The arrow of, excuse me if I pronounce this wrong, the arrow of Indra from Fire Emblem Three Houses? That's correct. The arrow of Indra. Okay, a little earlier than you're probably expecting to hear me, but I completely botched the Arrow of Indra in the recording, so I'm going to fix it now. They, Tyler had no idea what it was. Uh, Alejandro Mason, they both played Three Houses. They had no idea what it was, so it was up to me to describe it, and I kind of messed it up, but I have the wiki right here. 
It is a lance in three houses crafted using ancient ancient technology that deals magical damage via lightning to its foes. I did get this right. Uh, House for Aldarius uses it in the Golden Deer final battle, and it is a weapon you can get in the Golden Deer route uh, via chest or something like that. But yeah, the Arrow of Indra, it's a great pick. It's a lance. I believe it has, I believe you can use it for melee capabilities and distance capabilities. That's a good pick by Brock going into the three houses lore, so I always appreciate that. Non traditional, I had a really hard time thinking of something to, to pick. I, I was really. I was kind of teetering on just picking a meme pick and taking the one brick from The Last of Us. <laughs> uh, Do it. You know, because it, it could be fun. But I also, you know, was thinking about the chainsaw from Doom and even Bowser Jr.'s paintbrush since I played uh, uh, 3D World and Bowser's Fury recently. But I had, I thought to myself, what would bring my opponents the most suffering? I know what you're taking. And I thought... <laughs> And I thought to my past, and I thought what brought me suffering, and I'm going to pick oh, a no. red shell from the Mario Kart series <laughs> as my final weapon. A, a weapon, weapon that has personally caused me so much pain and misery that I would be stupid not to add it to my uh, collection of annoying projectiles. So the triple red shell is how I'm going to end out this draft. Oh, brother, yeah. All right, my last pick of the draft going into the non-traditional category is the triple red shell. A bit of an anticlimactic pick considering some of the other legendary weapons and and abilities I've picked up during this draft, but still very uh, useful to my strategy. Uh, Definitely uh, the most appealing draw of them is the homing capabilities that they have. Most of my other weapons do not have any sort of way to lock on to an enemy approaching. I just need to uh, focus on my aim uh, in order to take them down with these other weapons. But with these, I can secure those uh, critical shots against enemies who are either avoiding my projectiles with ease or just super skilled and have some ability that counters them all. Uh, These red shells could provide the just a little bit of additional pressure that could secure me the win in a battle. Uh. Everyone knows our 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 story with Mario Kart, so that that's a that's a great <laughs> nostalgia pick right there. Since you refused to play the game, I do. All right, so <laughs> my last cat my last category is non traditional. There's a lot of good ones here. Uh, the bug catching net from Animal Crossing, a single tree branch from Legend of Zelda. Um, I was all of the Pikmin is on my board. Kazooie, I mean that thing's indestructible, so that could be pretty helpful. But I'm actually going to go with something that's not on the board here. And I'm going to take Goofy's voice from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, so I think that with all of my weapons, and I just think that me talking like Goofy will just throw you all off your game. Because <laughs> you no, no, nothing so menacing could talk like that. Like, if, if, I, just came, if I just came down and it was just like, shucks, you, all, you would all just like fall, trip over yourselves. And that, w- that would kind of be it. So I'm going to take... Um, for definitely, definitely a non-traditional weapon, a Goofy's voice from the Kingdom Hearts series, and that's going to close out my draft. I feel like I'd be more intimidated than anything. <laughs> you came by saying shucks and gorsh, as I was frantically trying to destroy you with my laser. <laughs> with, with my tiny green hat on. <laughs> wow, that's great. Alejandro, you're up for the pick round seven. I think it's my wild card pick now, so... I think I'm going to go for the Wabba Jack. Or Wabba Jack. <laughs> Shit. 
Oh, for anyone doesn't know, that's from that's like weapon from the Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I don't want to say Skyrim because that would be really bad. But yeah, from the Elder Scrolls series, where well, anything really random can happen because whoever gets hit by a kite or turn into a bunny, a piece of bread, uh-huh. anything can happen. All all I know is that whoever's the victim is not gonna be having any fun or even <laughs> sentient anymore. Oh my god! So that's probably the most powerful weapon that's been picked. <laughs> and went, went round seven. Oh my god, that's scary. All right, Mason, what is what's gonna be um the final pick of the draft? Well, both Wampa Jack and the power pole were taken from me, so <laughs> uh, I had to go deep into my past and uh, pick something that gave me a lot of grief when I was growing up. And that's a Zaldin spear mm. from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, so, second Kingdom Hearts selection. Yes, it's a, it's called Lindworm apparently. It, right. it's, it's, it's got a lot of abilities. And that is yeah. gonna close out the draft. So the draft has come and gone, and we ended off with a banger of a round, round seven. I'm getting up the board here. Arrow of Indra from Barack already alluded to it. That's a nice pick. The triple red shell. Uh, Tyler um, taking his very demise was very bold of him. Goofy's voice, which is something I took. Um, I just think that any anybody wielding the amount of weapons that I have, talking like Goofy, that's got to be like a one-second advantage just based off of shock alone. Uh, the Wabajack, the way Alejandro explained it, uh, that's a steal in the seventh round. And Zaldan's Spear, all I know is that's from Kingdom Hearts, and it was very high rated on Lance's and Spear's uh, gaming websites. And yeah, that is the end of the draft. Here are some notable things that did not get taken. And yeah, that's actually it. Uh, I guess we'll we'll go one by one, and we'll route, we'll name off our um, selections if you still have them down, and then we'll just go over some ones that were left off the board. So Brock, since you were the first one in the draft, you can run run through your team really quick. Okay, so I'll start with my swords. I am bringing uh, a, the Binding Blade from Fire Emblem, and the the or what Colby calls it, the Pooh Sword from Sao <laughs> Dark Repulsor. <laughs> then. For my range, I'll be bringing the uh, Bow of Light from the Legend of Zelda series. And then I will be showing up to this battle in the Star Fox ship. Uh, uh, excuse me. I was going to pronounce it wrong again. But uh, uh, let's see. The R-Wing. Oh, yeah. Of the course. R-Wing. Yeah, thank you. That. But I was going on to my magic ability. Uh, Super Saiyan. I'll be a Super Saiyan in this. And then my non-traditional... I'll have Cappy on my head, and then the Arrow of Indra from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Tyler. All right. Well, you already know I'm going to be sitting crisscross applesauce at the controls of Vomeadow, <laughs> <laughs> firing off unlimited ammo lasers into the sky, shooting off force lightning here and there for my magic ability, uh, one hand firing my spread gun from Contra as my ranged weapon, and... Uh, Keeping my my triple red shells on standby as well as my power <laughs> pole, and if things get really dicey, I can go supersonic and just tear into any adversaries with the the master sword. So, a very campy strategy, not the most honorable, but in my opinion, <laughs> the most effective. What annoyance! I'm just like trying to hit Cole, and he's just sending red shells at my face. I've I've ruined an entire like franchise 
just, <laughs> just off that item alone yeah. for Tyler. So it's he'll never buy a Mario Kart game again. But so I opened up with series Elder Blood from The Witcher Three, followed by all four champion abilities from Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity and Breath of the Wild. Then I went over to a game I haven't played and took the Portal Gun. Then I believe I took um, I'm showing up to this uh, fight in style in the flyover plane from Wii Sports Resort. I took the Leviathan, the axe from God of War Ragnarok, the Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII, and I am talking like Goofy for my non-traditional voice. <laughs> so uh, that oh is my, my that is my arsenal right there. Alejandro, run run through the arsenal. All right, for swords, I believe it's the Shish Club. For ranged, it was well, it was the experimental Merv, but now it's just the well, the Fat Man. For vehicle, it is the SSV Normandy. Magic abilities is the glitch. For not traditional is poltergust, and for other it is the wabba jack. And the my wild card was the dagger time. Mason. All right, so I'm pulling up to this fight in the Batmobile, and you'll skirt. I've got the Yamato on me. I've got the super shotgun from Doom hanging on my waist. I've got. Uh, all of Darnold's magical abilities. Uh, I've got a couple of reverse cards. You know, just, <laughs> just, just got those case. on deck. Just in, yeah, case. Just case I'm in a bind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I've got the a little Zaldan spear floating around me. And then you know I've got a little extra weaponry in my bag when I've got a Sephiroth wing form. Oh. All right, so that's everyone's <laughs> that is everyone's arsenal. Uh, we're gonna go through some uh, notable things that were not taken. The Monado or the Keyblade are left off the board for swords. Uh, the Monado literally lets you see into the future, and I'm not sure what the Keyblade does, but it's a very high-praised weapon in its own series. It opens locks. It opens <laughs> locks. Now I see why it was left Just off. Just in case you forget your keys. <laughs> uh, a lightsaber is left off the board. Masamune from Final Fantasy VII was left off the board. The Sword of the Creator. Uh, I was also counting on there being more people here so maybe they would have been taken but and uh the diamond sword plus one enchantment was left off the board too i was swords. considering the diamond sword actually <laughs> i was uh, also like, i was considering the sword of the creator but i took it over the binding board. same i was thinking uh, again for my strategy of being an absolute camper in this battle i was just gonna have a, a diamond sword with knockback just in case any of you got too close <laughs> <laughs> again I'm gonna, but, I'm, I'm gonna take so much pride in murdering your character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just all I team up on you. you in oh, the yeah, we're, yeah, we're all gonna team up before. I can. Just, <laughs> hey. <laughs> all right, for ranged, uh, the ray gun was left off the board. The ancient bow from Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Uh, the BFG 9000 was left off the board, which was surprising to me. Um, what else we got here? We have Chewbacca's crossbow. I thought that would be interesting for somebody. Uh, the MP7, just strictly off of Modern Warfare 3 alone, that is one of my favorite guns in any Call of Duty. And the Golden Gun from GoldenEye 007 was left off the board. I was really Jacob impressed. Harris would have probably take, taken that in the first round. The, the, uh, gold, the Golden Gun? Yeah. yeah. Maybe no, I have can, no doubt. Maybe we can cast our predictions for what Jacob would have gotten if he was <laughs> That here. or the Lifesaver. <laughs> he probably would have picked both. Ray Gun was definitely on my radar. Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> just a really again another ranged weapon that I could use to annoy my opponents. But For can I also say before we oh, move no. on the vehicles, this is this All is messing right. with my brain. I cannot believe that we have someone who drafted 
the magical prowess of Donald Duck and also someone who is going to be shouting slurs as Goofy the entire battle. <laughs> I cannot believe it turned out this way. I, I'm very proud it turned out this way. I wouldn't have it any other way. Very true. So yeah, vehicles. So vehicles. We have the X-Wing from Star Wars, which was left off. Starship Mario. Tyler, you wanted to take this. I know you I, did. I, I did. I won. I talked to you about it before. I, I thought Starship Mario would be really cool because you can... You can't really fall off of it, so you can kind of just like use the entire it arena just crashes. angles. It, yeah, and also it doesn't have any weapons really, so I'd really be just be flying around on a on a meteor, really defenseless. But uh, that's why I chose uh, Vaughn Meadow over that. The Shinra hauler, which was left off, but Barrett called that a piece of shit in Final Fantasy VII Remake, so I can see why that was left off. Yeah. The Landmaster, everyone knows the Landmaster, more so from Smash Bros, I'm willing to say. Uh, the the Warthog, which every website I looked up said the Warthog was the greatest ve- gaming vehicle of all time. So I mean, that's left cap, off. But, I mean, listen, true, yes. That's just what I read. The Crash Bandicoot cart, so nobody wants Crash and Smash from what I'm getting. Yoshi was left <laughs> off of the board. The TIE Fighter... What else we got here? Uh, the paraglider. No one wanted a paraglider. Uh, Samus's gunship, which I thought was an enticing pick, but yeah. I obviously decided to take it a different direction. And the Koopa Clown car. That was also oh, off the board. Another. Sorry, you can tell how much I've thought about this. I have so many <laughs> unfinished strategies in my mind. We're going to have to do a second one because Tyler has like 17 different strategies and well, he just has to I'll, get them all out. I'll let you in on one. Again, I was trying to figure out how to do flight because I wanted flight. Uh, so I was like, so my one vehicle pick in my mind was the Wyvern. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't specify a game, but I was thinking the one from Fire Emblem. From every fantasy uh-huh. game ever, essentially. Yeah, from every fantasy game ever. Like a, like a dragon, a little little dragon buddy that I can fly around on. But in addition to that, I would also get the DNA splicers from non-traditional. Oh and like God. Dragon Ball Z fuse with the oh. dragon. Oh, damn. So, Jesus. You know, I would have... That's a know, horrifying image. And in, I know it was pretty horrifying. <laughs> it's a terrifying image of a, a mutated uh, human being and wyvern wiel- wielding the master sword, wielding the master sword and a spread gun <laughs> and but, shooting lightning out of his fingertips. That sounds pretty badass. But yeah, I just saw uh, I just saw DNA splices in non-traditional. I'm like, how can I use this? But you know, I I just I decided against it in the long run, obviously. All right, magic. Probably the most loaded category. Um, Zelda's ceiling power was not taken, which is shocking. <laughs> uh, one that I was considering, uh, PK Fire Impulse from Earthbound and Smash Brothers. That was one I, with all the projectiles Tyler has, that would have been nice to reflect. <laughs> uh, Limit was not taken from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I was... You were thinking about it? About Lim- if I wasn't such a DBZ freak, I, right. I almost had myself talking <laughs> to it yesterday. I wrote down Limit Break, and it's crossed out because I was just like, I can't pick against Super. Like, well, the good, no, well, the thing about Limit Break that makes it enticing is it builds up off of you taking yeah. damage. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's where it would come in handy. So maybe, yeah, that would that would definitely be a good pick if we do this again. Lysithia's Arsenal plus Thursis from Fire Emblem Three Houses. If anyone who's played Three Houses knows that that's just absolutely killer. Literally oh, disgustingly yeah. powerful. <laughs> um, what else do we got here? Kirby's Copy Ability. Which was left off of the board. So if you should hail the wyvern human that Tyler is, you should be able to become that. <laughs> the other one Very I was true. considering was um the Umber Witch from the Bayonetta series. The Umber Witches have literally killed gods, so that seems to be pretty that seemed to be pretty helpful. 
uh, Mewtwo's yep. psychic prowess. We literally had an entire like ending of the episode debated to who would win between Mewtwo and Zelda. So I thought that could be pretty helpful there in Magic. Magic was a loaded cat and Frieza's final form. That was not taken. So, Brock, I'm assuming that <laughs> Goku beat that one out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his profile picture is literally himself as a Super Saiyan. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there was any to... other choice for him. All right, I just lied. Uh, non-traditional was definitely the most loaded category. So what was left <laughs> off the board? Kazooie, the indestructible bird from Banzo-Kazooie was left off the board. Uh, a tree branch from The Legend of Zelda was left off the board. A baseball bat from any series of choosing was left <laughs> off of the board. The single brick, thinking, actually. The single uh, brick from The Last of Us... Yeah. Yeah, I was actually contemplating that one. <laughs> the holy hand grenade from Worms, um, plasma grenade from Hol- from the Halo series, a crowbar from Half Life. Every single Pikmin ever, just all of the Pikmin <laughs> that was on my board. <laughs> Flood from Mario Sunshine, DNA splicers, which Ty already alluded to. Uh, Mario's boots from Paper Mario, which are indestructible. Uh, right, right. The chainsaw from Doom, Bowser Jr.'s paintbrush, which uh, that has more so magic capabilities, I want to say, but it is a non-traditional weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Goose from Untitled Goose Game that for, has made the waves recently. Uh, the canine unit from Black Ops 2 and uh, Conqueror's the Pokemon <coughs> Stone Pillars. That was also <laughs> off of the board. Uh, and, and then finally, we get in the other. Uh, Eridbar and Amir from Three Houses were left off the board. Uh, Aerith's reinforced stat from Final Fantasy 7 was left off the board. The Golden Axe from the Golden Axe series, uh, the Light Scale Trident was left off, the Vampire Whip, the Sickle of Sorrow, and Corn Staff from Dragon Ball Z, and then Scythe of the Seraph from Fire Emblem Three Houses. That was another notable that was not taken. So, a lot of, I mean, hey, when you when you're only limited to one pick, you have to have to choose wisely. Yeah, when there's what uh, 35 selections between 170 things, there's going to be yeah. some things that were uh, left off the board for sure, but. Yeah, that brings the draft to a close. I think I'm gonna put the, I think I'm gonna put the teams on Twitter. I'm gonna have polls going up. So, who who would win? Very nice. Who would between who would win? And obviously, to get the strategies, people are gonna have to listen. But yeah, this was I thought this was a lot of fun. I thought it was a good idea. So I'm glad that we got this together. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to do it again because again, I put 170 things on the board. So. <laughs> <laughs> And then well, pick stuff to... that wasn't picked this time. I was yeah, going to say, take uh, yeah. everything that was picked off mm-hmm. the board and we start fresh. I, I like that idea. So I'll keep it color-coded then for the next time we do this. And hopefully, um, Brock, we can get more of just you. We really do appreciate you coming on you know, and solo yes. rides. Yeah, solo yeah, no, this was fun. yeah, this was really fun, guys. So I don't care what anybody says about the outcasts and the four co-hosts. You're just the sole guy, and there's three others. So that's how I, see <laughs> I hope they listen to this. That's how I see it. That's how I see it, in my opinion. You can hold them all accountable. So, yeah, that's gonna wrap up this episode of Switch It Up podcast, and I assume all the other podcasts that are with us. So, um, Alejandro, I'll start with you first. Um, you guys, you can start out plugging your socials, and then we'll also put it in the description down below so people can see it. All right, sure. Well, for anyone who is interested and in, well, listening to my friends and I, we are available on. Pretty much on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and well, anywhere else where you can listen to podcasts on a random gamer's uh, corner. And you want to follow on Twitter just so just to interact more, then we are at a random gamer's, and it just ends with co because, well, friggin' limits. So that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's that for me. Mason, you want? I uh, no, don't really got anything. Just random <laughs> gamer's corner. 
Right. Just, he said pretty much what I say. Look in the description. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Well, I mean, just look in the description. I was about to say, Brock, we we've we've had your socials in here before. You're yeah. you're basically a regular yeah. at this point. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. To, to the newcomers, uh, random gamers corner. Thank you guys so much for coming. You guys were, were a treat to have on. It was really fun. Uh, Thanks for having us. Also, learning about all the video games that we have in common that we like, like Fallout. That was re- really surprising. <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, guys, definitely go check them out in the description. Uh, both of these guys, Outcast and Ran- Random Gamers Corner, both great podcasts, and you know we just want to spread the love and and you know have everyone enjoy each other's podcasts. So uh, if you have made it this far in the video, video shit, I did it again. If you've made it this far it. in the podcast. <laughs> Uh, definitely check them out. They're absolutely worth your time. Yeah. And with and with that said, uh, happy Pokemon Day to everyone here. It is a yeah. Saturday. Yeah. It is the 25th yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Woo. So um, happy Pokemon Day. Recording this. Oh shit! Post is on. Uh, I yeah. Post is on right now. Post Malone is currently um, animated on my television, so I'm gonna have to <laughs> check that out at the conclusion of this. But yeah, definitely. The, if you saw the post concert, let us know what you think. There's a bravery on the TV right now. So, but with that said, oh my God, there he is. <laughs> he's, standing, <laughs> he's standing on a floating rock. <laughs> Another but, huge thank you to you to everyone uh, here, Outcast in the Random Gamers Corner, for coming on the podcast. Uh, we hope you all have a great day, and we hope we hope everyone else uh, listening has a great day as well. And we will see you guys yeah. next week. And that is gonna wrap up the draft episode i'm looking at the board right now i did make a graphic everyone i feel like got what they wanted tyler i think the most based off his strategy he explained it the whole way through but obviously i couldn't have everyone come on and explain their own individual strategy that's why you gotta listen to the other episodes because they explain what they were thinking throughout their draft process mason was very impressive i love the yamato was really good uh donduck's magic sephiroth swing formed the zaldan spear the reverse card and the super shotgun that was really really good Brock, I really like his draft too. Super Saiyan at one's gonna be tough to beat. The R Wing at six, Cappy, uh, Dark Repulsor, Bow of Light, Binding Blade, Aerovindra, uh, Alejandro with the Fat Man times eight, Dagger time, the Glitch. He had a very good draft too. And then I feel like I <laughs> had the weakest draft, but you know I just tried to have some fun with it, and I think I did that with Goofy's voice in the Flyover Plane. It was just a really good time. Again, huge thank you to all of those guys who came on the show: Brock, Alejandro, Mason. Uh, Tyler and I are very much looking forward to our next collaboration, which we already discussed maybe a Pokemon simulation battle like we did with the Outcasts earlier in the year, and we will just include those two and hopefully more of the Outcasts next time. And then, obviously, you heard us just talk about coming back to the draft board at a later date because there's so much stuff on it, and I might add more stuff on it. And again, hopefully we get more people for that as well because it was a ton of fun. With that being said... Thank you if you're listening to the second episode of the week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Spread the word, retweet, f- check out our socials down in the description. I'll take Tyler's. I'll take Tyler's online here. Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts it is the best way to let us know what you guys think of the episodes. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Again, this was a ton of fun. Thank you to everybody that came on, and we will see you guys on Tuesday. <laughs>